All right, we're back with part two of Chris Mendoza on the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast, brought to you by the Pull String Press. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca sitting across the room from everybody's teenage dream, Mr. Jared Truby. I'm tanked out. And to my left and Jared's right, we have longtime old homeboy, Chris Mendoza, educator and trainer. (laughs) of chromatic coffee in the lovely south bay san jose california what is up hello chris hello, mendoza hello. st frank same frank did you move to san francisco then no, or did you rock I, the commute? i commuted and i was actually curious i heard did you did you commute from modesto to ritual yeah yeah it was it's stupid is it ridiculous so i um kind of same thing i i went down and i had i'd met with eileen i was picking someone up from the airport and had a little interview, went back, had another interview. And then when I first moved to town, I did live there. So I moved into town and then a whole slew of like crazy complicated life things happened. So I was like divorced from my wife and I was like living in San Francisco and I was working there. And then turns out like, well, you know, we're going to get, I'm going to get together with my wife. And it was like this whole, it was like this whole shit show. So I did move to Modesto like midway through my tenure there. And then I was driving back and forth. Me and my brother bought a house. It was like a whole thing. Wow. Horrible commute. I suggest no one ever try to do that ever. Oh man. Worst. Um, wow. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that's more intense. I just sat in traffic, but yeah. But you get it. Yeah. yeah. The traffic's horrible. Yeah. Oh man. It's ridiculous. It's like another level of stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the worst was like parking though. Like I like Ugh. there was something kind of therapeutic about driving, but the parking. Oh. Yeah. Where do you park? Yeah. You just uh, you would just uh, pay meter, then pay meter on your phone, and then like take a ten, and then like run out and feed the meter again. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Twenty bucks later every day. See, we yeah. didn't have pay meter on the phone back then. It oh, wasn't man. even that long ago, but there was there was no pay meter on the phone. Yeah. The which would have been awesome. The web has changed us. Hill web. Street. Hill Street was the jam. They changed the parking there now. But if you can park on Hill Street. Free parking? Free parking right around the corner from Ritual. Oh, it's man. not anymore. I think it's like two hours or something like that. But it was like an all-day slayer. Is that, is that by R1? R1. Got it. Yep. Got it. Valencia and 23rd, y'all. 26. Uh, so you got to compete for the first... You competed in a Bruce competition <sighs> yes. thanks to St. Frank and Kevin Bullen, yes? Oh, man, yes. Big shout-out to Kevin for that. Um, yeah, it... Oh, man. Yeah, I was so, so nervous... Um, actually, what what really helped is, so apparently Kevin at that point had a tradition of doing a run-throughs at Ritual, and then he brought me in, and I got to do a run-through um, in front of like actual um, they had people from the roastery yeah. that like judged, and I bombed so bad. I think I got like three hundred or some something gross, like something like yeah, <laughs> a lower score, something appalling, yeah, something super bad. Um, and then when I got there to LA and actually set up and everything, I was super nervous, but. The, the moment my music started, something just fell into place, and it just was so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a yeah. good feeling. Yeah, when it like when you finally get to leave it out there, and like it does, it clicks right, and you just like get in the zone. You're like, oh. Then you get done. You're like, I want to do it again. Oh man, <laughs> remember those feelings, dude? I or did you not have those feelings ever? I go back and forth. Like I would have competitions where I would just get done, and it was like fully stressed out. Mm. But there's like there's a few particular where I like remember that I was in the pocket and I felt like fucking Neo and I could like control the matrix. And I was just like, this is the shit. See my problem. Yeah. I was always, I let the nerves get to me every competition and every run through with the exception, literally of the one I won. And it's so weird. They didn't actually get me at USBC, but they were there gnarly. It's so weird. 
but I every single one I always was like, why was I so nervous at the end? I wanted to go do it again, except for the one in 2012 when I got the W. That one I was actually just calm and I. That whole competition, funny, serendip. I knew before I was going to compete that I was going to win that competition. I swear to mm. you. It was the craziest thing. I told Brittany, my wife, like four months before that competition, I was like, I think I'm going to compete this year, and I think I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I didn't feel like it after my first run through, though. I thought I lost altogether. I thought I did the worst job ever. And then when I made finals, I like went home, and I was like, I'm going to win. And then I woke up like fully calm the next day and just crushed it. <laughs> it felt so good. That was a weird, weird weekend. I don't, sorry to sidebar you. I just thought about competition. Could I ask a quick competition question of you guys? You can ask all the questions. What, what were you guys' favorite routines, each of you? <laughs> uh, the, the, okay. Well, I talk about 2010 regionals all the time. That one's great. But then probably 2012 semifinal round USBC, I was just fucking on fire i had jeezy in the soundtrack and like r kelly and like dmx i dmx yeah. i have fucking dmx and i was just that i was just ripping it was through authentic shit. Chris i literally could not have done it more perfect i walked away from that and i was just the only regret i had about that routine was that i couldn't repeat it in the finals Whoa. it was it was close but like oh, that was like perfect I I wish I would have just gone home right after that. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, mine mine was the the winning final round just because I felt it was just smooth. It was like I was in my pocket, I was hitting the things. I actually didn't I didn't do everything verbatim how I practiced it, and I still was like just doing it, and it was very authentic. So I mean, I never did crazy like groundbreaking stuff in my in my run throughs. With like maybe some would say the exception of some of my sig drinks are pretty creative, but like. It's interesting if, to oh sorry. no, I was gonna say I kind of still to this day want to redo more authentically the run through I did at nationals in two thousand in Houston the year I got seventh place because it was the most complex and complicated run through. It's definitely amongst the more complicated run throughs that have well, been done. I swear that like, was pretty. Pete Licata pulled me aside afterwards and he was like, he's like, he's this is verbatim what he told me. He goes. You should have been in the finals. It didn't work out. He goes, honestly, I think maybe your content was a little too far ahead of like where we're at right now. And he's all, honestly, that's like a, it was a really killer run through. And so it was like a really cool, inspirational moment, even though I was so bummed that I didn't make finals. Was was that the year you, um? did you have a year where you did um, a salami shot sig? That was the one. Oh, it was man. a salami shot sig and <sighs> it was very complicated. I like, yeah. So I did the salami shot in the three different parts, sweetness, acidity, and bitterness. And then I had you know, flavor components to match each of those. And mm -hmm. I had the judges <laughs> taste them individually and then put them all together to get the most, the balanced shot. Right. And it was a bummer year. Some stuff didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, I had the same judge. It's like everybody complains, but yeah. I had the same judge who tasted it in the first round, which didn't taste how it was supposed to taste. Mm -hmm. And then it tasted different in the second round. And he actually judged them round around saying, well, the one tasted better to him in the first round. Which you're not you're supposed, not supposed to, do. to do. And he actually convinced all the judges in the panel to score it down a little bit because he thought the first round was better. But you're only supposed to taste what's in front and of that you. Was, yeah. And he even told me at the end. And I was just like, that sucks. But it doesn't matter. It was a very That routine, honestly, is like to me the most inspiring routine I've had for me. And I'm talking about it a lot now, so I'm done. 
I just want some validation, you guys. <laughs> Tell me it was good. Tell me it was good. I want to be cool. I want to be cool. It, it was so stressful to watch. I was like, Ugh. oh my God. I know. I had to move so quickly. I think it takes a long time, though. It's an interesting question that you ask. And it's like, for me, it took me a few years to where I could really be comfortable and feel like, all right, I can basically pull off whatever I want to mm-hmm. get those shakes out. Even though I'd always done well, just like getting a little time under your belt just, I think, helps. Yeah. Like if you did that now, it'd be no sweat. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like, well, you know, the other thing is, is I'm a lot, I'm a lot more confident in me and my abilities as a professional. And I have, I don't feel like I need to prove anything to anybody. And I think back then, <clears throat> for a number of different reasons, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. And uh, that has to do with a lot of the environment around me and my world and workplace. But it's, it's basically, I always was like, I felt like I was under the gun and I was always going to fail. And so it made me put all that much more pressure on myself. And now uh, you're totally right. Like I might shake a little bit, but I wouldn't feel like if I don't win this thing or do top six that like I'm lame anymore. I just go out there and do a good job. Well, and you do a good job much more easily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd, I'd actually be confident in everything I'm putting out there and not be like, I don't know. Is somebody going to think I'm lame if I don't do it? <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, if I had any advice for anybody, it's like, at the end of the day, you're trying. And if you're trying your hardest, like, it doesn't really matter where you end up. And sure, if you're competitive, you're going to be bummed if you don't make the top six. But don't let that be... Don't let yourself feel like you're a loser of a barista if you don't make the top six. Because even once you get up to that level, like, you're... Most of the time, splitting hairs and points anyway. So, anyway, are you gonna do it again? Oh man, I I want to. Um, I'm I'm just waiting them for them to announce whatever they're gonna do with uh, the region. Right, the new format. That's, right, that's gonna be interesting. The center of the country. Center like, of the country. Mad dash, shred it. Two Could drinks, be two fun. Drinks, two drinks. If they announce that, are you just gonna are you gonna sign up? Oh yeah. Immediately. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I oh. Yeah, you're hungry. So I don't even have like wor- I don't have complete thoughts. Just yeah, I want in. <laughs> That's fine. You don't need complete thoughts yet. <laughs> do you have Do you have any? Do you think about competition in such a way where you're like, I want to talk about this or that or that or this? <laughs> so I text myself concepts anytime I think of stuff. <laughs> I, I have a couple it. ideas. Um, I have a couple ideas, uh, but I just feel like I'm not gonna be able to come back to a like a routine like uh, again like I didn't win or anything, but um, like. Was it 2014 SWRBC? Uh Because I feel like that was just my heart right there. It's like, this is what I love about coffee. I love that it has personality. I love that before people like it for its personality, they love it for what it represents, comfort. And then I love the community and the connection that it creates. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, what can I do? Um, But I'm I'm still thinking, and if anything, I'll just go with a coffee I'm in love with and just share it with cool people. Yeah. That counts. Yeah. At least you're thinking about it. All right. So St. Frank competition. Then you are now at Chromatic somehow. Yeah. What, so what what happened or how did that work? Yeah. So after Frank, um, I got the opportunity to uh, to run coffee program at this bakery called Le Marais. Yeah. Um, they're a uh, Stumptown account account in uh in the marina, and uh, I just I hung out. <laughs> We're just taking yes. photos. These guys. I got the muscles. All the muscles. I, got Jer- I, I got never great... do that. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> I got a great picture of Jared flexing. Oh, man. Oh. I have to take pictures in the in the studio. In the 
studio. I have to take 10 because inevitably, like when we put them on the show notes, like someone's okay. eyes are going to be closed. Oh, yeah. I think I got some good ones of you, though, Chris. Thanks. Thanks. Anyway, bakery. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you're running Marie coffee program. Yeah. So um, I um, just hung out there for a little under a year and I just realized like I wanted to delve deeper into coffee and um, just being in a place. No, like again, like not to say that that role does not matter, but I just wanted to be in um, a place where I could just like get to know coffee more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Chromatic actually, um, I-, I talked to um, James and Patrick Martin and uh, and Otessa Crandall, and uh, like they sat down and interviewed me, and they didn't have any spots at the time, but they told me in a month we can make space for you. So, um, does that mean hashtag someone's getting fired? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well make some space (laughs) (laughs) no they they just wiggled stuff around and they made it work um so i or i think it was like two months so i uh put in my two weeks and uh, i actually talked to kevin i was like hey kevin i i'm doing nothing for a month uh do you guys need any help and he actually let me back on and um i just got to hang out at frank for like a month and that was just really really good um i still am there way too much all the time you know this this is just very quickly funny but i got um, my friend Gabe, who you who were oh Frank, Gabe Cortez, I, Gabe Cortez, yeah. exactly. Very funny, but he's an old old friend of my wife. They've known each other since they were two. And he emailed me one day, and he was like, "I think I want to get into coffee." And anyway, he lived in San Francisco. I was like, "You know what, bro? If you want to get into coffee, like Kevin's probably a good guy to like get you in. He's starting up. He's got like really good vibes, similar to you." Anyway, so I just I thought about him just now. Did you ever work with him? Oh yeah, Gabe is. Oh man, he's a character. He yep. is <laughs> very funny, right? Oh man, he's just man. I actually I looked up to that guy. <laughs> I still look up to that guy. I feel like he could just juggle, kind of like Eric. We talked about. He could juggle people while working, while just like so many things. Yeah. Um, and just do it well and provide like great hospitality and service. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah, he's really funny in that way. Like he he wasn't coffee first. He was he was server service first. Anyway. Rad dude, if you're listening, Gabe Cortez and team, see you at Thanksgiving. Can't wait. <laughs> Petaluma. Sonoma. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> 707. So yeah, okay, yeah. so you rolled out of Le Marais. You worked a little bit, then you're at Chromatic. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was at, um, yeah, I, I jumped on and it was it was good. It was, um, it was uh, like learning stuff again. I actually was off bar for like three months while I like learned the workflow, learned how things happened and uh just try to adapt. It was it was really good because I think sometimes just like going back to your roots or just starting from scratch again is like okay, this is how things would be more efficient as opposed to just jumping on bar and not learning other things. Fresh eyes. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really good. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to Otessa for just yeah, like being really good at um, giving feedback and just always checking in. And she just really cares about her staff there. So Rad. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Did you know that you wanted to work at Chromatic or were you th- like? You know, or like, oh, maybe I'll go back to Bolano, or were there other things on your mind? Or you're like, Chromatic's where it's at. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be, I'd been talking with them here and there, and I just felt like it was a place where I could just really learn and develop. And, um, I mean, I love those dudes. Love those dudes. Uh, geez, like Donnie and Hiver and uh, Patrick's off uh, doing different things these days. And James and uh, Josh just joined our team, Josh Kaplan. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just, yeah, we're all like really Cap. weird guys, and we just come together and 
make great product. It's it's fun. Our boy King Stupid over there is crushing it with you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan X. Ryan X. Ryan, dude. dude yeah. Ryan X is the bomb. I just dude. saw him the other day. That guy's super funny. Yeah, he's he's got jokes on jokes on oh, jokes. He texts me weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> on Cole Mana. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the last thing you text me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you never know what it's gonna be. Yeah. You do anyway. Oh my gosh. Well I'm glad you're there man. And uh so tell me, for the people who are maybe new in coffee like what's your biggest what's what's the advice you have for them um new as in I, i'm like, new to coffee i'm okay. interested in coffee like give them some advice yeah give, give them some words of wisdom from the dozer okay um i'd say is that is that a sister <laughs> that's his sister she comes, to, <laughs> that's she comes into the french press all the time oh, that's the last awesome. thing he texts me <laughs> sorry um, she used to come to avid all the time did she, did she really yeah yeah oh yeah she li- so she lives here in town you actually could have hung out with her maybe huh the last text was actually about Jared. <laughs> Ryan asked if I was at Figure and a Kappa. I said, I'm, I'm in slow. Jared's there. He's all, I'm going to kick down every door till I find him. <laughs> oh, man. He found me. You found me. Um, I would say, like, find, find a shop you like and just, like, try to make it a home of sorts. Like, come back and come back again. Try coffees. Bug the baristas. But just um, try to build relationships and i think like from that like oh like these breezes aren't just people that are making your coffee but oh these are these are friends i could bug about like oh what do you think about this and i say try different coffees try different roasters try everything try everything i feel like you are similar to chris and i in the way where you have to taste everything oh man and i feel like you're a fanatic about that and honestly like uh there's something about that that i think is going to pay off for you long term i don't i don't think Thanks. there's enough baristas out there who are fanatical about tasting their coffee over and over again. And I'm talking a little crap now, but I'm calling on all you guys who <laughs> dial in your shots. You grab your skill and you hit those numbers and you taste them and you're like, that's good. And you call it. Uh, Let me just tell you right now, you're not very good at your job. Oh, oh. <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. And that's a cat <laughs> fact. If that's all you're doing, you're doing, you're doing fine. Maybe in the scheme of like, good job. You hit your recipe but you're not actually doing yourself any favors by learning anything. You're just going through the motions. Hashtag start over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That was my trash talk. There's, no, a, that's good. there's a line from Jiro Dreams of Sushi that I loved, and he just says, if it doesn't taste good, you can't serve it. You got, you got to taste it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. And Jiro kicks yeah. ass. Jiro is oh, on the next man. level. If it doesn't taste good. You can't. You can serve it. it. But sure, the thing it's... is, this Jiro is a three-star Michelin <laughs> server of sushi. So what's good to him is probably your worst or your best shot of espresso is probably not good to him on that level <laughs> <laughs> most oh, of the time. Man. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, it's yeah. just that's like, not yeah, true. I don't know. It's that's just different. It's, it's different. different things. It's different. His standards are extremely high. I think the thing that we're all saying is that like. Okay, like he would never walk into his restaurant and be like, I don't need to taste my fish because I tasted it yesterday and yeah. I'm using the same recipe. Yeah, it smells good, so I think that's good. Yeah, like I, I made it like this last year, yeah. so it's probably fine. <laughs> I massaged this octopus for 40, 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. It oh. actually happened. Man, uh, you have any questions for us before you get out of here? Oh, man. Um any any thoughts on the new comp routine uh, of like reduction of uh, two drinks, two drinks, and two drinks? Uh, you know, I actually don't hate the idea that much. Like the the lack of people. The only thing I would worry about is the ability. You know, like is the judging structure. That's all I think about. You know, it's like 
does that mean that more um, <laughs> legitimate judges who have been in the industry for a long time are going to taste more coffees because of that now? I don't know. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. is the consistency going to be there? Because with only two judges and maybe a head judge, right? Yeah. There's, there's more opportunity for you get to get an inexperienced judge. And I think with four, you maybe have the ability to balance out those scores a little bit more through the four. So I don't know. There's, uh, I think yeah, there's always going to be an argument there. Other than that, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the two versus four thing, I don't think that actually matters as much in my mind. It's just, a, it's a quicker competition. I still think there should be more of them, but that's a money thing. So I get it. I want to cool. see how many people show up. Yeah, it's hard oh, to tell, man. right? Yeah. You know, I want to, I'm wondering. I could see it being blown out, but I could also see it being crickets. Even though everybody totally. oh, had like like, yeah. the, like no, you can't do this. Give us our competition. <laughs> and then they're like, put it on. Like, okay, we're gonna do something for you, and then nobody comes. That could happen too. That could happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, all I want on like I said, and we've talked about this maybe in a previous episode, is I want competitions to build the community vibe that they used to build. And they still do a good job of that for the most part. But whatever we need to do to make sure that you come away from every competition inspired, it needs to happen. And there's a lot of ways we can do that. So as long as we can center a lot of content around those competitions, I think we'll do a good job. It's probably going to change next year. Yeah. Like what they're doing this year, I think, is a stopgap. At least I think it is. You know, it feels and, like it. Yeah. yeah. And then, then they'll do something real maybe next year. Yeah. Because it would be nice to have that local scene. Yeah. You yeah. know? The local just, scene is nice. San Jose would actually be a really great city to have a competition in, I think. Oh, man. We did we did a mock comp at, um shoot, at San Pedro Market Square, and we just blew up Like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be killer? That oh. building itself would be perfect. For Dude, that oh, building is awesome. We went to that throw down there, and it was, was psychotic. It was great. Oh, man. I couldn't believe how many people were there. Hashtag Bhakti Chai. And you, could, you got, you know, you got the little, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the downtown elements of San Jose. Yeah. It's a big city, but it's relatively easy to get around in, all things considered. It's not super congested, like, you know, not as tight for parking as, like, a San Francisco yeah. or a L.A. or something right like that. right across the street, too, you know? Yeah, it's you like could so much. Yeah. You could just crush it. You're, you're in charge of that. Yeah. Oh, go oh, ahead, what? Chromatic. Oh, okay. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody at Chromatic, you guys need to uh, figure out how to host the regionals next I year. I mean, regionals honestly, there's year. a BACC. There's enough everybody together. They do could... they do the BACC anymore? No, but I'm just saying all those connections could maybe come together and like sponsor the comp. So the BACC is... Actually, there's a new thing. Um, Jen Chen from Akaya is starting... Uh, she's calling, I think, a NorCal coffee community or something and it, it's looking pretty cool um have you have you guys um read any of the stuff or seen the stuff from uh, i think it's new gotham no no okay so chicago's apparently got like a pretty thriving specialty coffee scene and they do more, like more than throwdowns and jen was a part of that now jen's trying to get something going in like the northern california area i'm pretty stoked for it that's interesting because I interviewed her the last week. She didn't tell me about oh, it. Oh, Jen, uh, why are you uh, keeping secrets? Maybe from edit, me? edit. I don't. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Maybe it's a secret that uh -oh. only you knew. No, yeah, I don't think it is a secret. I, I think I did hear something about that actually. That would be rad if she did because she's in San Francisco. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be killer. I mean, there's so much stuff happening in the Bay Area. It's fantastic place to be if you're in coffee. Yeah, totally. it's hot. Which is super cool, because I remember like 10 years ago, you're like, well, I guess I'm going to move to Portland or something like that. <laughs> right. And now it's like... Pfft. Yeah, we're deep in the nah, Bay Area. We got a lot of stuff. Santa Cruz, all the South Bay. Yeah. Oak, Oak Town, the town. The town. All the way up to basically Santa Rosa, there's coffee. Yeah, we out here. 
Let's bring the heat, y'all. Let's bring the heat. Okay, Chromatic, you're in charge. You and Jen Chen. Oh, man. Oh, man. No pressure. You and Jen Chen. No pressure, Chen. Bear. Half, you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Cappy. Mendoza's going to be her right-hand man. Get on it. <laughs> I'm just serving you up to oh, the dragon man. right now. Boom. All right. That's so awesome. Uh, what else? Yeah. I, Any other questions? Oh, man. Well, you got us here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you drove all the way here. You might I have, have, a, have, I have, I have a question. Chris got a question? I'll, I'll take it, yeah. Yeah. How many Pullman Tampers do you have in your backpack? Um, I have three right now. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Yeah. I, I have issues. Um, yeah. So I... Oh, I, yeah. We need to get a picture of that before you go. Oh, yeah. All yeah. three of them laid out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I... Uh, yeah, I have issues. I tend to have my... I also have my VST lab in there, but that's another thing. Anyways, um, yeah, so I always have my big step on me, and um, sometimes my perg is with me, sometimes it's not, and I just picked up another big step from you guys, because, yeah. Because <laughs> OCD. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, I, because race car. Dude, I love the big step. Just the soft-touch rubber. Oh, the soft-touch oh, rubber. Oh, man, it's tight. Yeah, everybody's listening. That's... Let's let's rip that for a second. Uh, perg, perg versus big step. Like, oh, what, like what do you like about... Uh, one or the other because they're both cool yeah right like totally they're both rad um i like i feel like nothing cuts like the perg i feel like the perg when you tamp it just compresses and it's so effortless with um with the big step sometimes i feel like i've um i've had maybe a little more resistance and that could be lining up but with the perg i feel like it just cuts but with the big step i feel like um you're not as worried about maintenance it's a little heftier in terms of a the oversized bevel or whatever around the edge whereas the perg is just like this knife point you're like oh if i dent that i'm screwed Right. Yeah, I'm super scared of the day when I drop my big step. Or you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like you get a new tamper and you're using it, you're using it, and at some point like someone knocks it off the counter or like you make a quick move and it goes down and you're like, Oh Uh I'm just gonna go out there and say, I think you're good. I've dropped my big step on concrete and it like kind oh, really? of scratched the side, but it's yeah, it's, it's gnarly it's steel. Yeah. What is it, 6304? I can't remember that I don't number. know, numbers, but yeah, no. Those... It's diamond cut. It's diamond cut. It's actually made out of diamonds. Yeah. Certified. Hashtag diamonds. Dude, apparently a cafe in Japan has four big steps. Yeah, they do. I'm just like, oh, so many. That's yeah. many steps. Many steps. <laughs> yeah. That's a stairway to heaven. Oh, geez. All the tampers. I'm super curious about the push tamper. I, I haven't pushed. Oh, man. The little the yeah, puck yeah. thing? Yeah, like, like the puck thing that um, I don't Maxwell buy it. used. I think it's bullshit. There's, oh. there's, I mean, no, I'm sure the tamper works. Yeah. But there's, like, Does that, it make you feel like hungry, hungry hippos? Okay, just imagine using that every day in a really busy bar. Mm. I just don't buy it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, bl- I believe I, you. I, I, that's just me. I mean, obviously it works for him and other people are different, so that's yeah. fair. Like, he's obviously fucking crushing it so i'm sitting here not even knowing what you're talking about you know you know <laughs> it's a, the, little, the little circle tamper there. it's it was at usbc sorry i interrupted you chris is gonna pull up, chris is gonna pull up a picture yeah, pull up a quick it's picture literally for the old guy over here there's a it's a disc there's like a flat disc it does not have a handle oh right it's the palm I press saw it. one yeah you saw it in seattle you're doing cpr on your espresso puck yeah it's like Come to life. Come to life. Come to life. You will live. Yeah, that, that's the whole tamper. It's yeah. Just... I remember looking at it. Yeah. It's a button. It's a button. Yeah. It's like, boop. There you go. Maybe but, I need like an in-person demo, but I do not understand how it's ergonomic at all. I like, hey, but I did like Max's run, or uh, run through, his routine. Well, uh, That was cool. Yeah. Uh, your tamper isn't that cool to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, his routine, obviously the guy's got, the guy's got skills. It is a very sleek tamper. And it looks like it's trying to be the apple of tampers. Well, if you yeah. got if you got in trouble, you could fling it at someone. 
just like, like in discus. Austin Powers with the hat guy. At the like end. Batman. It's like a like you keep it in your bat belt. <laughs> <laughs> what is like he a batarang? Like a batarang. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's the batarang of Oh Danvers. man. How much where do you get those? I have no idea. I, I don't think, think you, I, I don't think they're out yet. Oh really? So I've heard. I mm. think I actually saw one of those on um the top of one of those glass uh canisters and you just put the lid on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's sealed. It's like a self. If you find the right size, I think that's exactly it. <laughs> the funny me. thing is, is that I would different. like, I would totally buy one. Yeah, I'm like talking all this shit. I would totally buy one. You Same. could hate me. I would never buy because I'm like that guy. Yeah. I love tampers. You, I know Same. you and you and Mendoza. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually just made a video of all my tampers. What it's, are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Procreating. Oh man, this is where loud come from. noises. <laughs> There's a stork. <laughs> oh, okay, man. let's retrack here. I don't. Or I don't. Right. I mean, more track. I mean, what, I feel a, like what other? Well, I want to continue on the gear thing. Okay. What yeah. other tampers do you think you're gonna buy Dude, the push? Um, what else? Are you I'm looking curious at? about the push. I'm also playing with. Um, this is another. Again, I have issues, but um, I have three different sizes of VST baskets in my bag right now. Um, I have, oh, that's a lie. I have two. I have a 22. I have some 20s. I'm super curious about the 15s. Super curious about the 15s okay. and like some like lower pressure, slower flow rate stuff. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know how beneficial it would be, but I know that that's what Maxwell runs at uh, his cafe. I think 15, 16 gram doses, 32 grams out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still running one or yeah, one to two. One to two. Basically a one to two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's doing it at lower pressure. Yeah. Lower pressure. I think it's six or five bar. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Curious about pressure. And, Do you know about his time? Um, I want to say 30 to 32 seconds-ish. Don't so quote like me So like slightly on longer? Yeah, yeah. 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 Higher end? I mean, it makes sense. It's That's just a fair. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should, well, I mean, we all want to try everything, so we will. Have yeah. you seen those St. Anthony... Brewers? No. Industries. They're... They're tampers? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've seen like the big one that looks like a really fat handle and just a really thin like. Yeah, they have two that are similar. That look yeah, like that. I just it looks weird to me. It's like this like. Yeah, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. not, not <laughs> well, my cup of tea. Uh, I'm gonna buy one at some point. <laughs> I, I mean, don't I, even know that. I'm gonna buy it. I'm just gonna keep it. I mean, big step. I'm like big step for life. Dude, is what big I'm gonna use. That's yeah, big steps like the the hotness. But I just need these things. I don't have any fucking money, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Hopefully we make some money. Oh, man. It's, oh, it's a long run for us, Chris, but we're going to do it one day. Doing it our way. I just went to it. Yeah, I just went to a leadership development course at Disney Institute, so I think I'm doing pretty good. Tight. <laughs> Learned a lot. Oh, man. Good oh. golly. Bro, you drove all the way down here. You had coffee. You came to our podcast. You're a committed to coffee sort of guy. Thanks. Thank you for being committed to coffee. Thanks. Uh, what's your? This is actually gonna. I'm gonna go fully like to the stratosphere with you. Uh-oh. All right. What's your long term goal with coffee? Oh man, I just hope I run into. I mean, I'm pretty jealous of what you guys have. I'm just trying to find that coffee bromance out there. And, uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm like, I feel like it's it's weird. I'm like, oh, there's a few prospects there. I don't know, but um, just that sounds weird. But just Chris like is single and ready to mingle, y'all. <laughs> We should start like a, a a hookup service, but not for hooking up. <laughs> yeah, like, just for right. like it's like, like a Tinder, like, but for <laughs> like a meetup. Like meet your bro. Yeah, yeah, like tight bros from now till infinity <laughs> and beyond. Well, I could yeah. see how that would be awesome. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I found one. So I mean, I don't want a great time. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to be alone. 
<laughs> I want to be, be alone. alone. No. Yeah, but um, I just feel like as I keep going on this this awesome adventure, I'll just keep meeting people, and at some point, I feel like I'll hopefully meet um just like some people I can. I mean, right now, like with Crow, it's tight because um, I feel like James always wants to build stuff. Hiver's always open to different things, and like I am just so lucky to have the relationship with like our roasting crew that we have because I can like taste coffee, TDS it, and be like, oh, hey, guys, it's tasting like this. Even at 21%, can we dial this back or shift this? And they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. And they take care of us. And the coffee tastes tight because we can just have that um, open forum. Is that the word? I don't know. Communication. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. open forum. Um, So I love that. But down the road, I think I'd like to have um, maybe my own gig, um, maybe just even have a like chromatic do like toll roasting or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I'd I'd love to. I I think my next thing is I want to go to Origin. I want to just see like where the stuff comes from. Yeah. That's like a dream of mine. Right. Yeah. You you have not been to Oregon. I have not been. I want to uh, go so bad. It's a good yeah. dream. It'll change your life. Oh man. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't get to go until that competition is oh. the only reason I ever got to go to to Oregon and it was it was. It changed my life. And it was a fairly luxurious trip, but it didn't matter. Like the human connection and seeing seeing all that is done to that coffee and and the hard, hard work and life labor that goes into making good coffee is, is hard. And honestly, there's a lot of good coffee that doesn't ever get sold specialty. And that's, yeah. that's slightly heartbreaking in and of itself because these people get to struggle. Anyway, yeah, you should go there. So you want you want a long term? You think you might, down, you might down have the, your own place? Down the road, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be tight. But like for right now, I think uh, the big thing is I just want to... I feel like I've... I don't know. I'm always hungry for... I feel like one thing you guys touched on that I thought was awesome is I feel like you guys touched on mentorship, at least with like uh, Mr. Fortune and some other stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just, and like, I feel like there was a, that last one where I think you talked about uh, Jeremy Tooker and, and someone yeah. else. And then you right. talked yeah. about um, Ryan O'Donovan. Yeah. And I just feel like I, I came to Kevin for that and I learned like a little bit from him. And I just think I've learned a little bit. I want to pour into some baristas and see what we get. Um, again, I still have so much to learn, but I just... I want to learn and I want to teach and I want to learn and I want to teach and I, but I just want to learn mostly, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Oh man, this is so funny. Cause you're talking, you're talking about philosophy now oh, a little sorry. bit. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. It's just <laughs> my thing. I'm always about philosophy and vision and values and all that crap. Uh, man, no, I can't even go there. Good talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he called it I love off. It. I, I call love it, it. I call it off because that's like a six hour conversation about oh, just stuff and then you'll die on your way home and then I'll feel guilty and you well, won't be able to teach anybody I'll, anything. I'll come back and visit. You should I, come back and we could do like a part two. I'm game. Or yeah, just. All right, yeah, here, let me do it okay. like this. Okay. Let me What's do it like this. Oh, 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 oh what is oh, it? Oh, oh, if, if you opened up okay. your own coffee company. Okay. Dun, okay. Dun. Theoretically. Yeah, yeah. And you could kind of come up with like. The vision of why your coffee shop slash company would be awesome. Oh, man. And I know this is maybe... If you haven't thought of this, okay. you can say, I haven't thought about this. Okay. I'll get back to okay. you and like okay. we can talk about it another time. Yeah. If you have some sort <laughs> of idea, what's the vision of why your coffee uh, shop is cool um, or special? Yeah. Uh, this is going to sound like a ripoff of Kevin, but I just really think um, the community that coffee creates is so massive to me. So to create a place where that can be um, just kind of just the core where it's like, oh, it's like you have people that love coffee that are into it at different levels that will come around it, like like a, like a third place, like another home where they can hang or do work or just meet with friends. But at the same time, it's like they're friends with the baristas. The baristas aren't just like, oh, this is that person that makes me coffee, but like, oh, this is this person. And it's like, I know that they're into this and this. 
But I just think something that would be a real fulcrum for community, I think, would be um, pretty big to me. Again, I don't know what that would look like specifically. Um, and I know that um, it's been cool to see it with Chromatic because I feel like um, I'm still getting to know the regulars, but the baristas who've been there longer and Tessa have this like relationship and connections with the regulars. But I just think a place that would build connections and not just be a place for coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's important. It's a good vision. Mm-hmm. Third place community home where it's actually about real community. Cool. Good answer. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that is one correct answer. What guys. is your dream? That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> you got it right. Tell there. me what you believe in. G- good job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got it. Correctly. All the things. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this was that was good. This was a great podcast. Yeah. I think. Thanks. I, I am. Think, yeah. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm so glad you came down, man. I thought I honestly thought you were in the middle of a trip. So for you to just come here for this is special to us. We thank you very much. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. I wish I had my bag with me. I could give you. You know what? Well, to like. Let's, we should send you a little bit of coffee okay. or something. I'm always oh, yeah. game for that. Yeah, I'll send you some coffee on our next little roast date. If you get that n- other tamper. Get that other tamper and, <laughs> okay. and I'll, put a I'll, reminder on it. Rem- I'll just remember the bag. hot bean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Remember the hot bean, bros. Yeah, you don't even need to put a you note. Don't need to put that. Yeah, we don't forget. We're processing all the Oh, yeah. Letters, I love so. that you wrote on the, the invoice for the Show Me Your TDS shirt. Oh, yeah. It was like a note from Bach. I'm like, yeah. I read a note on everything. I got, yeah. the, oh, right. I got the best thing the other. I told Jared, someone requested. We would like a picture of a grizzly bear playing tennis with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I drew it. I sadly didn't take a stuff. picture of it, so I'm oh. ho- hoping they put it on the internet because I really missed that drawing already. As it's soon a call as I to action. But yeah, how do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you, yeah. or chat with you, or get to know totally. you a little better? So uh, I'm on Instagram, just um, C R I S M E N D O Z A, just uh, Chris with no H, basically. Um, I'm on Twitter, C-R-I-S-J-M-E-N-D-O-Z-A, and then the at sign, of course, um, and then on Facebook, same name. There's like an Augustinus thrown in there. That's not my true middle name. I just liked it. Um, okay. Yeah. Weird shout out to Gears of War. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pieces of flair. Tech guys. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Chris Mendoza on Insta, uh, Chris J. Mendoza on Twitter, and then I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Awesome. <laughs> Right on. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You've been listening to Chris Mendoza of Chromatic Coffee. Chat with me and Jer. It's been a trip through space and time. And we even peeked into the future a little bit. So Maybe. Maybe. maybe we you can. can check this out and more at catandcloud.com. Just click on the little podcast link at the top of the website, and you'll have a player right there. You can hear all the shenanigans. Fully integrated. Full on. Fully integrated and brought to you by the Pull String Press. Patrick Melroy, you're the man. We'll Raymond Douglas. Raymond, you're his friend. <laughs> Raymond Douglas. You're his friend and great at the boards. Raymond Douglas has a great podcast voice. Sure do, Ray. Okay. Sidebar on the ending. See you guys later. Hey, be well, friends. Bye. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>